Hello from Toronto and thank you for joining us for the latest edition of the Consultative Advisory Group of the IPSASB's Meeting Highlights audio podcast. This podcast will cover some of the agenda items discussed at the CAGS meeting on December the 4th, 2018 in Toronto. I'm here with the CAG chair, Thomas Muller-Markersberger. Thomas, welcome. Thanks, John, for the opportunity to briefly reflect on the fourth CAG meeting on Monday, 4th of December 2017. Actually, this meeting completes the second year of the CAG's existence. From an overall perspective, 2017 saw a further development of the focus and quality of the CAC's discussions and contributions provided to the IPSSB, and the fourth meeting continued that evolution. For the fourth meeting, the agenda had a focus on the use of accrual information and continued the discussion of implementation issues, which was established as a standing agenda item starting with the last meeting. The aspect of usage of accrual information in this meeting was highlighted from the perspective of ratings agencies as one of the potential user groups of financial statement information. The agenda item was introduced by a presentation of Renzo Marino, Vice President Sovereign Risk at Moody's. The slides showed how the ratings agency develops an assessment of the ability and the willingness to repay debt for a government based on four pillars. One of these pillars is the aspect of fiscal strength, which covers an assessment of the debt burden and the debt affordability. This is the area where the ratings agency is mainly relying on accounting information. The excellent presentation, however, conveyed two main messages. The source of this information is more statistical accounting and less financial statements. And the focus regarding debt is on explicit debt consisting of financial liabilities rather than on implicit debt, which would also contain provisions. This clearly indicated that both the standard setters, defining the requirements for presenting information in financial statements, and the rating agencies as a potential user group need to develop a better understanding for each other in the future. Rating agencies might benefiting from understanding what the contributions of reliable, audited accrual financial statements to their assessment would be. And the IPSSB on the other side needs to better understand the specific user needs of this stakeholder group. So the conclusion at the end of this agenda item was that the valuable dialogue between the accountancy profession and the agencies needs to be continued in the future. In the agenda item on implementation issues, the CAC member Karen Sanderson did a presentation on the challenges when introducing consolidated financial statements or whole of government accounts in the UK and in New South Wales. As main issues in both quite different environments, she identified defining the parameter for the consolidated group on the basis of the control criteria, securing the complete elimination of intercompany transactions, and ensuring the application of common accounting practices for all included entities. Further issues highlighted were ensuring the usability of financial information as a result of the trade-off between quality and timeliness, and getting the interest of ministers and senior executives for the accounting results achieved.
As for the rating agency's presentation, the CAC had a lively discussion on the topics presented, which is going to be deepened over the next CAC meetings. After these discussions, the technical director of the IPSSB updated the CAC on the last developments of the current work plan. As a result of an intensive work plan review by the IPSSB chair and the technical director, the projects were split into separate work streams in order to more quickly achieve work results to be consulted and in order to reduce complexity. In this context, the timetable for some of the projects has been stretched. While the CAG in general acknowledged the analysis, some warned the board of the potential disadvantages of splitting the projects into separable streams and by that to overlook interrelationships and correlations. In this agenda item, the technical director also did the report session on how the comments of the CAG fed into the respective IPSSB projects. Once more, the CAC members expressed their appreciation about how diligent the board considers their input and thanked staff for the excellent documentation. In the strategy and work plan session, the deputy technical director updated the CAC on the results of the teleconference with the PIC and summarized the impact of the CAC teleconference on the current draft document. As the comments made during this teleconference were already considered by the IPSSB chair and the deputy director, the CAC did not identify further issues with the development of the consultation document. Concerning the planned outreach, CAC members generally supported the approach, but suggested additional means of communication that could also be adopted, such as podcasts, TED Talks or video conferences. CAC members also identified other audiences that the IPSSB could seek to engage with, including civil society or NGOs, public accounts committees, the academics community and decision makers such as the OECD Budget Offices Group. In general, CAC encouraged the board to use the consultation on strategy and work plan as the opportunity to raise awareness and get connected with even broader stakeholder communities. The outreach approaches and communication tools discussed should not be limited to strategy and work plan, but should also be used for a project-focused outreach in the future. After these strategic discussions, the CAC had sessions dealing with infrastructure and heritage. Both projects are in their early stages and the objective of the CAC discussion was to help the board in shaping the way forward in these areas. For infrastructure, staff presented what they have identified as the key issues when dealing with infrastructure from an accounting perspective, such as depreciation, componentization and measurement. CAC members additionally discussed problems with implementation connected to control of infrastructure assets, subsequent expenditure and the different ways of funding of large infrastructure projects. Furthermore, it was highlighted that the specific complexity of the accounting in this area results from the fact that infrastructure in many cases consists of large networks rather than single assets. 
Having reflected the various issues around infrastructure, the CAC, however, recommended that the board carefully defines the scope of the project and focuses on the infra-specific issues. Finally, the CAC discussed the project process, especially whether a consultation paper might be needed and the potential output of the project. For Heritage, a staff presented a first analysis of the responses to the consultation paper. Over 40 responses were received, including a good variety of perspectives. The CAC firstly discussed the feedback on the description of Heritage, finally leading to a potential definition. Here the main recommendation was to stay principles-based instead of trying to define an exhaustive list of potential attributes. The GFS definition might be helpful in this context. And the CAC further recommended to reconsider the exclusion of natural heritage from the scope. A categorization of the respective items, such as operational and non-operational, might also help shaping the structure of the project. The CAC further discussed the recognition and measurement of heritage assets. In both areas, some CAC members encouraged the board to apply some form of pragmatism and not to be overly conceptual in this complex area. Having discussed heritage already in December 2016 in Stellenbosch, the CAC again emphasized that the aspects of stewardship and accountability in the area of heritage cannot be addressed solely in quantitative ways in financial statements. Narrative information in the disclosures, but also other forms of reports will be needed. As a conclusion, the CAG again had a very constructive discussion on the topics mentioned above, which I fed into the board meeting over the week. I want to acknowledge the tremendous contribution of all CAG members around the table, and a special thanks goes to the Ipsos B Chair, the Technical Director and Deputy Director, as well as to staff for preparing the excellent agenda papers. Thank you, Thomas. The next CAG meeting will be on June the 18th, 2018, also in Toronto. Meetings of the CAG are open and members of the public may register as observers. More information is available on the IPSASBE website, www.ipsasb.org. All audio podcast meeting highlights are available in the meetings section of the IPSASB CAG webpage. And listeners can find us on iTunes by searching for IFAC Accountancy Podcast. Listeners can also follow us on Twitter at IPSASB underscore news. Thank you for listening and join us again in June.